Oh, thank you guys very much for coming out to Union Hall tonight. Give it up for all yourselves for coming out. All right, cool. The other half of you, you can wait till later to do it. Uh, it's 100 episodes. 100 episodes of Stand By Your Band. This is the 100th episode, huh? Absolutely incredible. And if you join the Patreon like me, you can host the show with, you know, for your roommates. I live with them, and I give them five bucks a month. So join the Patreon. Uh, but with that being said, are you guys ready to see a wonderful episode of Stand By Your Band? I don't know. That sounded like shit. Uh, are you guys ready to see a wonderful episode of Stand By Your Band? All right, then give it up for Tom Takar and Tommy McNamara! Flash, this is so exciting. Oh my god, I didn't even I thought one of we each thought the other one was going to take no, this microphone. Yeah, this one, this one's for God. This one's for the big man. Space for God. This, this is a podcast for God. Uh, uh, yes, oh my god, so good to be 100 episodes. Wow, thanks so, thanks so much for coming out. Oh my god, this wow. is amazing. Two years. Two years of our life down the toilet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys, if you don't know the show, what we do is we have comics come on every week and defend shitty music that or like guilty pleasure music that they like that people make fun of them for. And then we make playlists on our Spotify of music from that band. And after two years, my Spotify is now ruined. So <laughs> that's good. I used to learn new music from my Discover Weekly. Now every week it's like, do you want to listen to Slipknot's Christmas album? Because that's probably what you're into. I remember getting a, like a push notification when Panic at the Disco put out a new single. I was like, this is not good. Uh, I can't have someone find my phone. I get that phone. all the time where yeah. it's like, hey, there's an exciting concert near you. And it's always just, it's always Panic at the Disco yeah, somehow. They're, they're doing a lot. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're proud of Brendan Yuri and yeah. uh, why do I know that name? Because of this dumb show. This I, bad <laughs> show. Hey, sometimes you commit to a premise too hard. <laughs> it takes up a chunk of your life, and then you're in your 30s. You got to think about your time more. But anyway, no, uh, this is great. I'm so psyched you guys are here. Speaking of premises, uh, backstage there was there was a notebook, and no one could figure out whose notebook it was. Yeah. And uh, uh, one of the including comedians, me. including Tom, tells me I don't know whose notebook that is. And then uh, Nick Nanny, one of the comedians, was reading. He goes, well, it says here one of the notes is I'm half Indian. And I still said I don't think it's mine. <laughs> it was tops. Uh, it was mine. It turns out it's mine. Yeah, I write about that a lot. I write the same joke over and over again. <laughs> You're like, it's like The Shining. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. I'm half Indian. Yes. I'm half Indian. Yeah. So excited you guys are here. It was hard to promote this show with Instagram being down yesterday. Huh? Yes. Did you guys survive mm-hmm. the, in- the big Instagram day? That was a bummer. I'm we, not going to uh, say it was like Millennium 9-11. Oh, no. But... <laughs> It was at least millennial Pearl Harbor. Can I posit that? <laughs> it was a rough day to be alive, you mm. know? It was. I will say, it was funny yesterday if somebody was like, if you were talking to somebody and they were on their phone, you're like, do you hate me? What the <laughs> fuck are you even doing? You're just looking at a black screen. I don't understand. It sucked because we had, we'd flown to Aruba and we'd taken this Instagram video with all these famous models and uh, we couldn't show it. We were going to do this orange screen. We had this whole idea. And it was just such a bummer. What a bummer. What a waste. Yeah, I know. We met Ja Rule. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what a bummer. Uh, no. If you listen to our Ja Rule episode, he has a Christian movie out that you need to see. <laughs> and uh, it features a scene where he yells at a painting of Jesus. And, True. Uh, Why? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's the whole thing. You don't need to see it. Yeah. Uh, that's all it's going to be. Why? <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. How do you think you've changed in two years, Tom? 
Uh, I don't know. I definitely feel worse. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely feel dumber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, my again, my musical taste is maybe downgraded. I'm listening to Three Days Grace again. You know? <laughs> not on purpose. It just it pops up, and I'm like, I'll leave that on. Why not? <laughs> I do hate everything about you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How are you doing? How have you How have you changed? I'm trying. This year, I'm trying to turn it around. You know, yeah? this is my thing. I, uh, Tim and I, who just introduced the show, are in a weight loss competition. Ooh, That's been exciting. Yeah, he, we're, we Tim's chose, looking sharp. He. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> that's one way to react. Uh, <laughs> and the lights go off because I'm too ugly to show. Is that what's going on? You're Funny. a handsome man. <laughs> We're both wearing black sweaters. It's all good. I said Tim looks sharp, not good. <laughs> I think he looks frail. <laughs> but it's, we're taking very different strategies because Tim is trying to do intermittent fasting. Is anyone doing that? No. Tim? One person said I've heard of it, I think. Yes, that's good. That's, yeah. So this will go well. Uh, this is... <laughs> Tim's doing intermittent fasting, but he just he, all he eats in his time window is Popeyes, and I don't yeah, think that's how like, you do it. I don't think that's right. Yeah, yeah, I, that seems like one of those diets where it's like you could eat cheese all day. It's like that's not a diet. I yep. don't think. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I went to the doctor for the first time in ten years, folks. Wow. Yes. Uh, apparently, I'm the healthiest man in America. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. It, went, it, had, it had been so long that like both the doctor and I were like shocked when anything was good. <laughs> she was like, oh, your blood pressure's pretty good. <laughs> I was like, you got to check that again. There's no, there's no way that that's possible. Yeah, that's good, man. Congrats. Thank you very much. I also yeah. fainted when they took my blood, but we can talk about that another time. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> man, I went to the doctor for the first time in a while because, get this, people, my butt hurt. That's uh, <laughs> true. Oh, a true. classic lib. That's true. If you're liberal long enough, it, <laughs> they become tr- it becomes true. You're, you become butt hurt. I also am, f- am f- uh, <laughs> I'm fading away like a snowflake as well. <laughs> no, I uh, my butt hurt. I went to a Medicaid doctor, and mm-hmm. this is what uh, I told this Medicaid doctor my butt hurt, and he said this. He goes, "Are you gay?" As if as if that wouldn't be my first thought if I were gay. I'd be like, "Yeah, my hot rotted boyfriend is railing me every night. I wonder why my butt hurts." You know, is he hot rotted? Yeah, he's got a hot rod. Was it Andy Sandberg? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Andy Sandberg. <laughs> I had a Medicaid therapist for a minute. Oh, how'd that you go? Heard about this? <laughs> I didn't you heard about this? We this Medicaid talk. therapist. <laughs> I go to this Medicaid therapist. She cancels on me because she can't get off her shift at Hot Topic. How oh, about no, that, people? No, no, no. How about, how about this? I asked my Medicaid therapist what she majored in. She says, psych. I feel like... <laughs> this was not cleared as a topic before the no, show. I, t- I went off the rails. I did just come back from Vegas. Did I tell you that? Beautiful Las I met, Vegas. Eh, it's fine. Yep. It's like Vegas is like people who want to go on a cruise ship but still be landlocked. You know, like They want to be gross. Just dirt cruise. Dirt cruise, yeah. <laughs> it's very gross in Vegas. A man, an Uber driver I had, told me that he got a tattoo on his balls. Oh, so wow. There's something. Yeah, on his balls, Nicholas. Did you know what it was? I mean, I didn't pry. <laughs> well, he seems like a very private man, so you can't... Uh... Could you imagine getting a tattoo on your... I could never get a tattoo on my balls, you know, because of job interviews. I wanna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did learn... I learned craps while I was in Vegas. I learned mm. how to play craps. I never knew how to play craps before. And I learned from a pimp. It turned out a pimp taught me craps. 
uh, because we were at the table together. He started telling me how to play, and I'm so Midwestern. I was like, everybody around me was like, yeah, you know that guy's a pimp, right? And I was like, no, he's a good guy. He's popular. <laughs> he just had a bunch of women scantily clad around him. I was like, this guy's a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, pimp taught me craps. Do you guys know that the way you play craps is you uh, blow a guy for 40 minutes, and then you get 100 bucks? Apparently... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> learned craps. That's all I. That was my AC2 tune. That was the same thing. I can't talk. I, uh, <laughs> I doctor. I forgot to mention the doctor did ask me this question. Have you ever gotten this from a doctor? My doctor asked me, "How is your sexual performance?" <laughs> I swear to God, my is doctor. That right? asked me, I swear. And performance. I, performance. I didn't know what I I was like, I don't know. Remember when I fainted? That might be. <laughs> you just use that to whatever you have to write down in your notebook. Besides, I am half Indian and. <laughs> I, I have a very creative doctor. She uses just a normal notebook. <laughs> it's not a clipboard or anything. I got into. It turns out the people in Vegas are really into guns. Do you nah. guys, do you guys like guns? Do we have a big gun crowd in Brooklyn. We do have the Hunting Club of Brooklyn in the back. That is right. <laughs> uh, I got into an argument with this guy because he was like, I told him about a thing that happened to me. I was just. It was after a show. I said I have a joke about how a guy on the street called me a Big Bang Theory looking motherfucker and. This he guy lying. said I should get a gun, and I was like, I don't think a gun would solve a lot of my problems. Like, one of the issues that I told him about, he was like, it'll solve your confrontations. One of the problems I had, I'm not a confrontational guy. I had, I was driving, and a bicycle cut me off in traffic, and I'm so non-confrontational. This is all I did. I go, ah! <laughs> and the guy saw me do that and we were at a stoplight and then he turned around on his bike and started banging on my window and he goes hey man did you just fucking flip me off and i had to be like no man i went like this <laughs> like you're trying to scare a baby yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then he just left me in my shame so oh, i didn't need a gun you know? I, I almost got hit by a car this happens all the time in new york uh by the way my mom is here give it up for my mom yes. she made the trip Excited to be here. Uh, I just want to let you know that I, I, there are a lot of times where I almost die here, but then, uh, I'm always fine. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, uh, you came out fine. Yeah, I, uh, I almost got hit by a car, and uh, I like jumped out of the way, and I was really pumped because I didn't get hit by the car. And then this guy yells out from a different car. He just goes, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I was trying not to get hit by the car. And he goes, well, you could have got a settlement. <laughs> He's trying to get out of the way like yeah, a sucker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then he pointed to his dashboard. This is real. He goes, I have a camera right here. I could have helped you out. I, like, I don't wanna I don't wanna live like that, just hoping strangers are filming me to help me in court. Like I don't that's not the kind of life I want to live. I don't oh know. my god. We should start this show, McNamara. I have more things to say. Say, no, we it. say more. <laughs> I we have we have such an amazing uh, special guest that we should bring him up. We're so excited. Yes. Uh, he writes for Jesus and Merrill, former yes. writer for last week tonight. He's the yeah, king of Brooklyn, Josh Gondelman. Come up, buddy. Hello. This is for you. This chair right here. Oh, we have a little shifting to do. We we didn't plan the mic situation <laughs> at all. Oh, man. Okay. I like that you guys have a couch, and I get, like, a chair an old man sits at to have dinner alone. <laughs> you're, no, you're like you're like our David Letterman, and we're your guests. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> you are hosting, by the way. I don't know if we, we should have cleared that you before. You really the script on me. <laughs> Anything to ask us? Nope. <laughs> I would be a very apathetic talk show host. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know this guy at all. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I guess he's in a movie. <laughs> Are you guys the Avengers? Yes. yes. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on, buddy. 
were you gonna say? I'm sorry. You're Hawkeye. Hawkeye. That's, <laughs> that's good. Say, yep. Yeah, I'm a I'm a good man. I'm half Indian man. <laughs> 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 that, is that like a? I like the. In in this world, Avengers names are just like Tinder profiles. <laughs> um, thank you for having me. This will be so fun. Yes, Josh oh, was so a former. Psyched. He was uh, on our one of our last live shows. He made it to the finals, defending Hootie and the Blowfish. I yes, did. and I don't regret it. Which is saying something because I regret most things I've ever done. <laughs> which which funny that was such a fun night, and we I'm going to say we all drank so much. We all like me and you both thought that you won that night. I did I for real? I was like. Like, I won that, and Tommy was like, you didn't. And Spice then, Girls won, of yeah. course. It's never yeah. good when I'm the voice of reason. That's <laughs> not a good sign. Spice Girls, an objectively better musical group than Hootie and the Blowfish. Mm, do More we agree, h- audience? They're, they're into it. Right. Who are the Hootie heads, though? The ho- <laughs> oh, my God. You made a little who for Hootie. <laughs> See, it's a fun show. <laughs> Ignore that's, the reviews. That's the noise that fans make. <laughs> if you're, if you're a Hootie and the Blowfish fan there, Jimmy Buffett fans, Parrot Heads, Hootie and the Blowfish fans, Owls. <laughs> that who is how they came up with Let Her Cry. They're like, just let our audience cry. They're little bitches. <laughs> do, you, do you have any other like bands that you liked in high school or anything that you're embarrassed about, Josh? Oh, yeah. I mean, like... I, I feel like there are some bands that I still like but have become embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Like how, th- and this, this sounds like, like I'm not playing along, but like, it's humiliating to still, to be like a 34 year old married man and still be like, El Scorcho, that's my jam. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's like such a good song, but it's just like, I like you, I'm lonely, I suck, nobody <laughs> likes me. I'm like, I don't know, my love is pretty good, but why is that still the song that speaks to my heart? <laughs> I accidentally canceled Rivers Cuomo this year. That was something that happened. I uh, what have, Oh, yeah. Because yeah, he, he has a famous MySpace post where someone accused him, accused him of a fetishism of Asian women, and he uh, went through and cataloged what race of woman every song is about. And I always thought that was a crazy thing to do, so I screenshotted it and posted it online, and it kind of blew up. Wait, and, I think uh, it was his notebook in the back. Half <laughs> 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 Indian, that's one of them. Um, yeah. But it was crazy, like Stereo Gump posted it. I was like, I do not. He's a childhood hero, and I'm very sorry, Rivers. And uh, <laughs> it's it, What a world we live in that we can accidentally ruin the lives of our childhood <laughs> heroes. <laughs> From home, you could you could have been like nude doing that. I mean, I guess if you're going to ruin someone's life, often it happens while you're nude. <laughs> 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 yeah, I accidentally got Michael Jackson canceled the other day. I didn't mean to. I just made this long documentary. I didn't even. I was just drunk. I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I accidentally got Michael Jackson canceled by telling the story that happened 25 years ago <laughs> to me. Well, there was this pimp in Vegas. And see, and, uh, no. um, we should uh, we should explain this show a little bit to people. I yes. think before we go too deep. So really quickly, if you haven't filled out a bracket yet already, uh, do that really fast before we start the the tournament part of this. Remember, because Gonzaga na- never makes it past the final four. <laughs> Even with Adam Morris. You can write in Gonzaga, by the way. Uh, that's fair. So we have prizes for the people who win the bracket challenge. If Whoever you think is going to make it to the finals, write that in. Write the way you think it's going to happen. And then uh, Tim, who you just saw, will collect those from you. So if you already have them, pass them to like, the end of your row or whatever. And then uh, Tim will grab them from you, uh, old school style. 
We have some fun prizes today. Well, we should first explain what it is. So there, we have eight yes. comedians, yes. and they're all, they each represent a different band, and they're each going to come up here and kind of plead their case. They're going to play a song, and they're going to talk about why they love the band they love, and they're going to be against someone else, and we're going to see who moves on tournament style. Yes, and uh, for the first two rounds, we're going to us, the panel here, uh, are going to decide, and then for the final round, you guys decide who wins. So, hey, you have a sway in it. If you vote for somebody, you can... Falsely cheer for them, yeah. I guess. I shouldn't this tell could, you how to cheat. This could become but. like a point shaving scandal. <laughs> <laughs> there could be a thirty for thirty about this show, yes. which would be the least cumulative athleticism represented <laughs> in any thirty for thirty. And also, if we really like any of the comedians, we're going to call them over to the couch, and uh, that's one I of the have plans. To sit we between have. me and Tommy, <laughs> sit half on, on each of their laps. laps. <laughs> so that's the grand prize, everybody. <laughs> but uh, also, the way we judge the whether somebody moves on is not just the band because then we wouldn't need to do this. It's based on their enthusiasm, their uh, the way that they perform and stuff, the way they defend it. Uh, we've many times uh, voted against bands that we like because we felt like the argument was good enough. We get it? Everybody good? Hell yeah. Basically, so the prizes, people vote against their own interest in yes. life and in, <laughs> and in this. I'm political now. Uh, yeah. So some of the prizes, the main prize What's we have tonight. What's the matter tonight, with Kansas, the band? Uh, <laughs> the main prizes we have tonight are, uh, I have this uh, <laughs> this tobacco pipe yep. that Doug Benson couldn't <laughs> put in his bag. So this is for somebody uh, Are you sure the that's game. not going to the Smithsonian? That's not <laughs> <laughs> and then I've... Uh, here's the thing. I bought a bunch of Pez online. <laughs> I felt like this is kind of a nostalgic y show, you know? Nostalgic y? Is that yep. Uh, so I bought, I was like, oh, there's this giant bag of Pez online. I thought it would come in like a Pez bag. It came in this gross pedophile bag. It is a. So. <laughs> It literally has a don't have this around children because they'll choke or be attracted an, to older men. An evidence <laughs> item number on it. <laughs> so you could win this. Uh, we're also going to have a game later on the show where you can win some prizes. Um, but I think we're is – that, is that everything? Yeah, I think we should get the show started. Yeah, if you haven't finished your bracket, get them in there real fast. It, um, but without further ado, let's start, let's start the show. Yes. Woo! All right, ladies and gentlemen, your first round matchup is Sublime, defended by Mary Houlihan, versus Girl Talk, defended by Nick Nanny, everybody! Yay! Nick's going to go first. Yes. Nick, you have two minutes. Uh, what's, what's the song that we've got for uh, Nick? Is it Bodies Hit the Floor? It is Bodies Hit the Floor. Let's hear a little wow. bit of Bodies Hit the Floor. Did you hear that? God, wow. That was, oh my God, what was that? Was that music? Yeah, that was music. That was all music put together. Okay, okay. You know how you like, you want to hear one song, but then you want to hear another, and then another, and then another on top of each other? That's girl talk, okay? Girl talk is like going to the candy store and get everything mixed in in the bag and and you don't just have jolly ranchers no 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 
You got Malamars. You got, uh, you know, right? You got Malamars mixed in with your Jolly Ranchers. The crunch, the texture. Oh, my God. We are in heaven. Okay, girl. Oh, another another comparison? I, I, I dare do it. Uh, girl talks like you're fapping a hentai at home. And you put on Green Book also. No. And maybe a video of your grandpa's funeral. Why not? Mix it all together. And it becomes a harmony. All together. See, I'm not just defending one artist, Gre- uh, Greg Gillis, who is Girl Talk. I'm defending all music here. So vote against me. You're voting against music. So thank you very wow, much. Wow, thank you, Nick. Nick Powerful Annie. stuff. Yeah. All right. And now is Mary Houlihan with a little bit of Sublime. Let's hear Santeria. Sure. So Nick said if you vote against him, you vote against music. And I thought, maybe I just hate music. (laughs) And then Mary came on. I was like, you know what? I like music after all. And I hate Sublime. I think they're like listening to someone you don't like skateboarding. Um, But I absolutely, I've got to go with Mary. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Uh, I feel like Nick spent most of his time defending Malamars. Uh, candy I'm not really aware of, uh, but I thought he's a great guy. And uh, also, uh, Green Book, you were a big fan? Were you a big fan of Green Book? No. <laughs> he's being cute. I, I Are you a like big fan him. of... <laughs> He is on Twitter. My favorite part of Green Book is when uh, they, they first meet, and uh, he's like, I'm a doctor of music. And then uh, the guy goes, oh, well, like songs? <laughs> and, uh, that was a real line in Green Book. Uh, anyway, Mary wins. My favorite part of hentai was... No, I'm <laughs> well, uh, look, it was a great matchup, and uh, this is unnecessary, but yeah, Mary. <laughs> but, but, but! But! Hold on, there's the but. But! This is a big butt. butt. (laughs) This is a big butt. Nick, would you like to join Mary as her teammate for the rest of the show? Do I get another drink ticket? Sure. Okay. Hell yeah. All right, Nick and Mary, everybody. Watch the Powerful stuff we just saw. Kevin, why are you playing that? (laughs) 
Larry David ass. <laughs> Kevin trying to insert himself into the damn show. <laughs> you think he girl talk. Ladies and gentlemen, you're next round. <laughs> we have got two amazing comedians. We've got Jordan Temple and Shalewa Sharp if she's yes, here. Yes, is Shalewa here? And she's here, all right. This matchup is Randy Newman versus Bjork. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Incredible. Oh. Incredible. All right. All right. Let's start with uh, Jordan. Jordan, go first. No heckling, little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> you shoot at the king, you best not miss. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the first... <laughs> The most aggressive statement said on this show ever. Also yeah, the man. most vigorous defense of Randy Newman I've ever heard. Yeah, you better get it right. Randy Nunu is the king. Randy Newman's is the king. All right, let's hear some of Dayton, Ohio. I don't need no outfit. <laughs> Sing a song to long ago. When things were green and moving slow And people stop to say hello Or they say hi to you Would you like to come over for tea With the missus and me Wait, wait, it almost finished. Wait, play the last time. Way to spend a day in Dayton, Ohio On a lazy Sunday afternoon in 1903 Don't you feel peaceful, man? <laughs> I love that song because it's the safest way as a black person for me to time travel. Because Randy Newman is an icon... I don't, as for Bjork, I don't know what the fuck is a Bjork. But in true American fashion, I hate what I do not understand. <laughs> Randy Newman's a legend. He wrote that song, and then he wrote the Toy Story soundtrack. Who has that kind of range? I love Randy Newman. May he rest in peace. He's still alive. I just hope he's resting well. Jordan Temple... All right, now let's hear some of human behavior from Bjork. Give it up for Shalewa Sharp. just get into it. <laughs> Bjork is literally the reason why all y'all all of a sudden are going to Iceland. <laughs> it's not the cheap tickets. No one thought about that place until this bitch showed up in this dress. Um, she wore the swan dress. It is the most iconic um, Academy Awards dress, I think. I think it is. Uh, she's true blue weird. Do you know what I mean? Like, y'all can keep your gaga that bitch wasn't living in a meat dress. I'm pretty sure 
York wore this all the time and was like, what, an award show? Okay. I guess I'll go. You understand? She was dressed as a swan and her purse was an egg and this bitch got down on the red carpet and pretended to lay an egg. Where's Gaga at? Gaga ain't do that shit. Randy Newman, man, look. Randy Newman is music for dudes who say shit like, I see what you did there, instead of laughing (laughs) at a joke. And and Bjork's music is like the guttural scream of women who have to blow that dude. I see what you did there. Yeah. Wow, that was incredible. Give it up for both of them, everybody. Wow. Incredible. What a first round. That was great. Oh, my God. Incredible. So good. Gosh, the Titans. Uh, I'll go first. I... This is a, an insanely good matchup. I think I have to go. I, I loved them both. I think I have to go with Bjork. I love the outfit. And I think it's great. Great jokes. All right. Josh, what do you think? So um, here's the thing. I fundamentally reject the premise that there's anyone who likes Bjork but not Randy Newman. And also, I fundamentally reject the premise that there's anyone who likes Randy Newman but not Bjork. So. Yeah. But that being said, Shalewa made a swan dress, and uh, I see what she. I came she... right from work to be here. I, but I feel like. I came right from work. This isn't a child's fucking little league game. You don't get extra it is credit. For me. <laughs> you don't know what little league. I made this dress on my lunch break. I'm so hungry, y'all. Why? Why? I... Why are we pretending like Jordan isn't wearing a Randy Newman outfit? I don't understand. <laughs> Jordan's always wearing a Randy Newman outfit. He's in Ohio, 1903. Jordan's the king of cosplay. We know that. But uh, I, I see what Shalewa did there, <laughs> and so she wins. You know, are you going? I'm I'm Bjork. You're Bjork, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I loved this round. This was so fun. Was so I could have gone either way on this one for sure. I do want to say I found a comment that could be relevant here. It was uh, <laughs> on the video for the human behavior from Bjork. Uh, it was an old man who wrote, I am human, and even I get confused by human behavior. <laughs> How do you know they were old? I could, he had his profile picture up. And then, <laughs> and then three comments down, that same dude wrote, I want this to be played at my funeral. Oh, which is very soon. <laughs> <laughs> I call it a sooner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jordan, do you want to stay with Chalewa and defend Bjork for the rest of the show? Sure. I, Hell yeah. I'm going to listen to him. <laughs> Give it up for both of them, everybody. Jordan and Chalewa. Yeah. That's going to be fun. What a great round. That Holy was amazing. Shit. Wow. It was incredible. Did you guys know that Randy Newman wrote a song about Trump's dick? <laughs> what? What's it called? It's, there's no fun name. Oh, I thought that was a setup. No, okay. no. He really did. He wrote a, a song where uh, I think the hook is like, uh, where did I wrote it down? What is somewhere. it called, though? It doesn't have, it didn't end up coming out because he was like, it's too crass or something. I hope that it's called Untitled, How Does It Feel? (laughs) Oh, the chorus is, what a dick, da-da-da, what a dick. (laughs) Wait, is that real? That's real. I swear to God, you can Google it. All right, let's do. Let's bring up our next round of contestants. Oh, you know who's a big dick? Ladies and gentlemen, Casey James Salengo is here. And also, from the Britney Spears podcast... Claire Parker and Ashley Hamilton, everybody! Shall we start with Casey? 
He's, he's taking uh, the mic without asking. The mic, so uh, and he's defending. <laughs> I was going to give it to them. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a gentleman. A gentleman. gentleman. Uh, the gentleman jumped out. All right. All right. He's defending Carly Rae Jepsen. Let's hear oh, a little bit of all that, folks. Here's the music. I forgot they're going to play a song. Folks, <laughs> I've never seen that. I'll do this all night. I don't even know you're not playing. There's a lot of movement in these hips, baby. I've never seen a body roll with a flat tire before. Ah, you've said that before. There's no way I was I've never said it before. That's brilliant. God, give it up for Josh Gondelman. What a, what a great comedian. Written on so many shows, so successful. Uh, folks, Webster's Dictionary <laughs> defines music as vocal or instrumental sounds, or both, combined in such a way as to produce beauty and form, harmony, and expression of emotion. Folks, I'm just a simple farm boy. <laughs> All right? I didn't have music growing up. We had the clang of the wind chime, the moo of the elk. Webster's the, Dictionary? <laughs> With the, with the hum of far-off catamarans. Uh, I never heard any of this before. One day, my mama said, let's go into town. I need to get my mustache waxed. <laughs> so I went with her. It was a day's trek. We only had ox milk and love to nourish us. We got into town, and I heard a, I heard a sound, a sound I never heard before, coming from the Five and Dime radio. I said, Mama. Mama, what is that? She goes, son, that's music. I go, who's that, who's that beautiful voice, Mama? She goes, son, that's Carly Rae. <laughs> I was filled with a light that I've never felt before, beaming from my pores, a smile as wide as the Euphrates spread across my cheeks. <laughs> the smile immediately faded as my mother was murdered by a pack of wild dogs. <laughs> as, the, as the vicious hounds ripped her ivory flesh from her dewy bones. Her screams billowing from her flowing mustache. I said right then and there, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to make that music and honor my mother. So I got older and I realized I have no vocal talent or desire to play an instrument. So I did what all listless, uh, talentless people do. I became a comedian. And here I am today doing this. And Carly Rae, she was a simple farm girl. She came from the desolate wasteland of Canada. And she accomplished her dreams. And I said, one day I'm going to grow up and I'm going to accomplish my dream of being on True TV's Comedy Knockout. <laughs> Which I did twice. So boys, when you vote here, I want you to think of a little boy with a gleam in his eye, a song in his heart, watching his mother get eaten by dogs. Thank you, everybody. Wow, Casey, everybody. And now Ashley Hamilton and Claire Parker defending Britney Spears. Toxic. Thank you so much. Let's 
childhood trauma story because she is a child trauma story <laughs> and she overcame it better than any dogs ever have <laughs> or your mom <laughs> okay we're anti-dog anti-mom pro britney only pro britney only she invented everything we know about music you only like carly ray because you heard her first you know britney invented her um she invented a world of pop music that nobody understood before you know she invented canada where carly is from <laughs> the whole thing i believe that a hundred percent i'd never heard of it before i heard britney so <laughs> it adds up Oh, my God. Um, I just like to say this song, it announces itself. You knew what it was immediately. Britney announced herself. We all knew who she was immediately. She went from mall tours to, hit me, baby, one more time, to national tours. Who else has a meteoric rise like that? Truly nobody else in the world. Do you guys remember the tapping of the pencil in Baby One More Time? It's the only song. Um, oh, it's incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. That was her idea. The schoolgirl skirt? That was Britney at 16. Who she knew that? Incredible. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to support <laughs> us. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. Yeah, sit Brittany. one out on that one, buddy. <laughs> Brittany announced herself as soon as every song, as soon as every Brittany song starts. You know what it is the second you hear it. And the only reason everyone didn't hit the ceiling as soon as it came on is because we asked that everyone be physically restrained for safety, you know? And I'd also like to end our set by letting you know Brittany had to cancel her Vegas residency for her dad's health, and if we don't win, she won't go back to Vegas. We're, Brittany's career rests on us right now, and let me tell you what, I am afraid <laughs> for it. rests it. on you three. Think what you do I just want to say that Brittany invented pop music as we know it. People don't give her credit for it. They think it's bubblegum pop, but... She created the mold that she lives in. And Carly Rae Jepsen, yeah, she sings music, but it wouldn't exist if Britney hadn't built it, you know? All right. Go for it. Wow. Well, well done. Give it up for Ashley and Claire, everybody! So you're, you're saying Britney's whole career rests in a conservancy of people who shouldn't actually have control over it? Uh, <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, Tommy, what do you think? This is tough. Only only one of the defenders is actively massaging me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that makes this a tough one. Case, I wish you had played uh, Call Me Maybe. I think that would have been a... Uh, 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 Casey wins. <laughs> <laughs> you wish uh, Call Me Maybe would have been it's the call? It's such a banger that it'd be, it'd be hard I do to like. Argue. Do you guys like Call Me Maybe? Do yeah, we like it? Yeah, it's good. It is good. Only half the people here seem to like it. Right. I, I'm kind of, I liked that you didn't use it, to be honest. I did. I found I never really got into Carly Rae until this very day. <laughs> uh, when your I mother did. got killed by dogs. <laughs> but I do want to let some of the uh, the people who tweeted chime in. Uh, at uh, iPhone420S wrote, Carly Rae Jepsen, more like Carly Rae, I hate you. Uh, you're, you're annoying and no, I won't call you. Bye. Uh, it's hard to argue with so that. So that is something to think about. 
Um, but also, uh, I read, uh, I got really into Carly Rae today, and I read about the song All That. I went to the song meanings <laughs> just to see what was on there. It's so funny what, how they explain things. Apparently, uh, according to uh, lyricsexplained.com, just let me in your arms. Uh, it has a footnote that says, this line means just hold me. So it's good to understand the song before you judge things. I got to go Carly Rae. Oh, I can't wow. believe this. I know. It's, it's stupid, but I really liked, I really liked Carly Rae today. Uh, I, look, I love the song Toxic so much. It's such a good song. It's a, it's a perfect. <laughs> well, let's not put the horse before the car. Yeah, look, you were at such an advantage when you started. <laughs> uh, but Casey's moving story about the untimely death of his mother and just a simple farm boy hearing songs for the first time, it really touched my heart. And his talking was the toxic of talking. So I've got to oh, give it to Casey, shit. James Lango, and Carly Rae Jepsen. But there's a twist. Oh, there is a twist. There is a twist. Do you guys want to stay on with Casey? Not really. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, whoa, they're splitting. Are you guys splitting? Yeah. Just Wait, no, Claire. It. Do you really not want to? I don't, I don't you don't have to. Claire is famous for saying that she didn't listen to music until six months ago. So <laughs> when she sense. heard Britney Spears. <laughs> I'll join. All, All right. right. Give it up, everybody. What a team. I I respect Claire's reluctance. Yes, I do, too. She's like, I get fucking it. Britney, ride or die. <laughs> yes. That was crazy. That wow. was really crazy. Honestly, Casey's dancing is what mesmerized me. Yeah. And the fact that he danced for the opponent, I respect that. Yeah, it was know? very sensual. Mm-hmm. It was and, sensual. And it was very fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have one more matchup in this first round. Speaking uh, of sensual, we've got Sean Donnelly, everybody. Mr. Sex. And, and we got you, Dora Peterson. Yeah. And they are defending Sean. Uh, we made him defend Matchbox 20. So here's a little backstory. We decided to leave one slot open to the fans, and uh, we narrowed it down to four choices. Matchbox 20, one. Yes, and, you know, Sean is a man of the people. He's a a union man. He's a union man. He's at Union Hall, and he's going to defend. Zach. Like a little league coach for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) So, Sean, why don't you, what's up, Sean, go first. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is Matchbox 20, and first up, we have Push. Oh, Oh, yeah, this is a good one. You can already feel your, feel your girlfriend's dad liking you, can't you? <laughs> she said I don't know like this, this, it doesn't offend anybody. Enough. You guys are offended at all? Don't you feel better now? This is the khakis of music. Don't you understand? And I don't know if I've ever been really loved. I listen, I'm defending a fan suggestion, so I listen to this on the way over, and my credit score went up by 30 points. <laughs> and my, this is the most white privilege of white privilege. <laughs> Did you turn it off? What happened? Yeah, only we only got oh, 30 seconds. Oh, second. oh yeah. I, all right. What I'm saying is this, and I really mean this. Like, how... I really did. I don't listen to that normally, but I do like them. And there's a bunch of different options. Like if you don't, if you run out of uh, Matchbox Twenty songs you like, just listen to Third Eye Blind. It's the same thing. <laughs> and Rob Thomas still looks fucking amazing. The whole band looks like they work at a guitar center now. 
<laughs> so they're just suit like it's very comfortable. It's just like very comfortable music. They're supporting the whole light FM fucking radio station scene right now. <laughs> so maybe give them some fucking credit. <laughs> have they done anything to you? They, it's, it's, you know what it is? All the bullshit that white people have done and we're talking about now, have they done shit? No. They fucking help the white community. This sounds really fucking weird. It's true, though. What's happening, They haven't Sean? done shit. I'm saying all the bullshit that's going on, they're... <laughs> By right. they, you mean Matchbox 20. Yeah, they, I mean Matchbox 20. Is that not... I can't even say the word white <laughs> I people. Can I? You guys are just... You guys, the minute I said white people, you're like, racist, no matter what. <laughs> I'm saying that they never hurt anybody, and you guys are like, no, don't say the word white or anything. Don't say eggshell, you fucking fat racist. <laughs> What I'm saying is it's very easy to listen to, and uh, you guys, I think, also I think they're secret hits. Like, I think that the more, I, I'm, I'm kind of making fun of it right now, but you guys know that you know the words to those songs, just like before, and also, like, you know you like some of those songs, but we're in Brooklyn, and you don't want to admit that you like some of those songs. You feel like you'll lose your apartment the minute you say you like some of those songs. So you know what I mean, and I think I made my case. Thank you so much. Yeah, Sean Donnelly. Donnelly. I'm not racist. I'm not racist. <laughs> I was trying to say an anti-racist thing, yes. but in this jacket, you can't not sound racist. <laughs> Sean, no, nothing about Sean's defense of Matchbox 20 was firmer than his New Balance jacket. Yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, now. We have Eudora Peterson defending Sean Paul. Paul. Yeah, hit that track, hit that track. Well, in come the thing them call the broken heart. This blessed love will never part. You don't know it from the start. Me tell them say I dirty, yeah. I Sean Paul and Sasha. Cut the track. Well, in come the oh, thing no, that's, that's it. I'm good. I'm good. That's all I need. Did you was a dentist? Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to collect you in a second. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I mean, that was like a wedding vow. Like, you could use that. What he just said, you could use it as your wedding vow. Sean Paul, what can I say? One man, two first names. Sean Kingston couldn't do it. Paul McCartney had to fall back on his last name. Beatles didn't pan out the way he thought it would. <laughs> now, I feel like I got to address like the, the elephant in the room. The main complaint that people have about Sean Paul is that they can't understand what he's saying. And he's speaking in Patois. Patois, it's like an Afro-English. You're saying that like this was my complaint. <laughs> yeah, Josh. I'm talking to you. But basically, I, I understand that people are like, oh, I don't like quite get it, but that's what he's doing. And I think that's so cool and impressive that he's like this international dance hall star and you don't understand Patois, but like you can speak it. Like if Sean Paul asked you to do eight minutes on a comedy show, you'd be like, just give me the light at six minutes. <laughs> that deal, like you, you would know that. You'd know that. And also, here, I'm going to end on this. I'm going to end on this. <laughs> I don't care what you said. I understand that when somebody else loses, they join the other. He, I mean, his name is Sean. He should join me. Right. Give it to me. How can one Sean turn his back on another Sean? Blood is thicker than water. You spell your names the same way. I get if you want to distance yourself from like Sean Mendez because he, he spells his name differently, but Sean. I'm 
also fluent in Patois. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Give me the shun. Wow. Give me the shun. Give, Give me the, the door, everybody. Oh, yeah. All right, Josh, let's go to you first. Yeah. I, look, I the, in, impressive arguments waged on both sides. Eudora said, uh, look, if you needed to speak Patois, you could speak it. And she looked in my eyes. And that was, uh, I was like, I think that would be deeply offensive if I tried that. But I appreciate your believing in me. And so I vote yeah. for Eudora Peterson and Champal. Wow. Oh, wow. Tom? Interesting. Man, I'm torn because I don't like Sean Paul, mostly because my girlfriend's in love with him, and that pisses me off. Still? Yeah, yeah. Same uh. reason I don't like Josh Gondelman. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> what was that cadence? <laughs> Josh oh, Gondelman. Uh, is that not Patois? <laughs> wait till the, you hear the reasons I don't like Josh Gondelman. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, I, I don't know what Patois is, but it sounds interesting. I want to try this. I like Matchbox 20. <laughs> Was that offensive? Who knows? But uh, Everyone knows. No, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go, Sean Paul. That was a great argument. I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta I thought go. you were just going to say, I gotta go and leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I canceled myself. I gotta go. And <laughs> wow. I, uh, before, before I decide, and it's already decided, so it doesn't really matter, but uh, I will say last year I had a very touching Matchbox 20 moment where uh, there was, I went to a wedding and uh, at about... Three in the morning after this wedding, me and my friend were watching uh, Matchbox 20 live videos for a full hour because I was trying to prove a theory that Rob Thomas hates the band. <laughs> because, he, <laughs> because if you look at any live video, he stands 15 feet away from them. They're so far back. It'd be like if I was up here and Sean was my drummer and I would never looked back one time and I was yelling about this when his roommate came down. And... Uh, yeah, because he hated them. And right, that's why right. you can't win. He was win. so smooth. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> also, I like that you listened to it at 3 a.m. in true <laughs> Matchbox 20 fashion. I know, but I was not lonely. I had a friend and an angry roommate. And uh, folks, uh, tonight's been a really special night. <laughs> Which is why Eudora takes it, everybody. But, but Sean, there is a twist. This is <laughs> the white community. Sean, will you join Eudora? Yes, I All right, that's our first round, everybody. First round's over. I feel like this is the powerhouse team. This is good. This is this like is that's the only team that I'm like they could be a buddy cop movie, <laughs> and they just met tonight. <laughs> All right, shall we start the second round? Yeah, let's do it. Our first our matchup: ready? Sublime versus Bjork. <laughs> and people have been comparing these two forever. Yeah, it's finally time to settle the debate. Do we have uh, Jordan and uh, Shalewa? You guys are going to go first. So we have Sublime first. Let's hear some of Sublime's second song on the list here. We have April 29th, 1992. April 26, 1992. There was a riot on the streets. Tell me, where were you? You were sitting home watching your TV. While I was parked in some painting and some anarchy First spot we hit it was my liquor store I finally got all that alcohol I can't afford With red lights flashing, time to retire And then we turned that liquor store into a structure fire Next stop we hit it was the music shop It only took one <laughs> <laughs> Who amongst us thought Sublime was a cool band to smoke pots to. 
amongst us thought it was a cool band to make out with your first cutie to. <laughs> well, you're all wrong because... This is why. Because <laughs> Sublime transcends music and... There were legions, legions of white teens all over the globe who did not, they did not know about the Rodney King riots. And them hearing Sublime say that they were rioting. On K-Rock. On K-Rock. 92.3 FM showed them that Sublime, the government tries to tell us that race divides us, but no, we're all the same. We're all the same. And if you vote against Sublime, you are arguing, one, that we are not all the same, and two, you are a cop. You are pro-cop and you are a cop. And most importantly, why this song matters. April 29th, 1992 was my brother's ninth birthday. <laughs> Shit. If you vote against Sublime, you're voting against my brother's ninth birthday. Nick and Mary, everybody. Nick wow. Mary. This is good. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear some Bjork, baby. <laughs> I'm just saying, they're already cheering in the back. Shh. <laughs> What'd you say? It sounds like rent. Yeah. Nigga, let it go! It's oh so quiet. Shh, shh. It's oh so still. Shh, shh. Um, all right. Let me go ahead and just tackle the sublime thing right quick. Um, first off, Nobody even bought that record until the lead singer passed away. The, the, the front cover, I, looked at, I worked at an indie record store. I filed that CD a lot in our used CD bin. The back, the, I do. Also, I, I like that Sublime needed to use bootleg reggae to tell white people about the riots. <laughs> they didn't even use patois. So that y'all would understand it, like y'all weren't up watching it. I'm just saying. It did not bring us together. But luckily, a young man named Rome took over, and that's what we have now. <laughs> Golden era of Rome. Um, Bjork is a gangster. I will tell you why. She, she beat up paparazzi at least two times, one of them on tape. Please look up Bjork Fike when you get a chance. That bitch was in uh, the Bangkok airport with her son. Also, did you know she was old enough to have children? No one knows how old she is. She's a witch. She's pushing a child that's supposed to be her kid. And, uh, and some reporter is just like, welcome to Bangkok. And she stopped, and you know when you have to stop because you know you're about to kick someone's ass, and you gotta just go, I can't do it, I can't lose my job today. That bitch was like, my job is singing. And turned around, <laughs> and walloped her, took her to the ground, punching, they pulled her off, she walked away, and like James Brown went back. 
and beat this reporter's ass more. That's just the one we call on. That was in 96. This bitch has been beating up people for years. She did it again in 2008. She ripped a dude's shirt in half. I'm just saying, she's a witch. You don't. People say not today. Bjork said today. Today. Absolutely. Oh, come on. My dad does that all the time. Why is your dad walking around with weird Scandinavian children uh, in the airport? <laughs> also, uh, let's see. How else is she a gangster? She had, um, she had a stalker. Do you guys remember her stalker? Y'all ain't got stalkers. Y'all ain't got... <laughs> ain't nobody stalking Sublime. The dude, uh, the dude, he... It, okay, actually, Bjork ha- had a, a, rough, a rough life. Did she have a Dalmatian? Did she have a Dalmatian? No, the guy did send her a letter bomb, and then he uh, wrote lots of diaries about how he was obsessed with her, and then he killed himself on tape. There's a lot of it caught on tape with her. Boom! (laughs) That's fucking dedication. That's how dedicated her fans are. That's how dedicated her fans are. You really, you kind of... I will remind you about the pro-cop thing. Um, really? So that in mind. Really? You're going to bring a pro cop thing? I understand the optics that we are two white people <laughs> saying that you are racist if you vote for them. Niggas I understand that. Are you kidding? Let me tell you something. Kind of direction. <laughs> Yo, can I tell you that the two blackest people up here have picked the two whitest people to defend. <laughs> Our asses are on the line. Do you know what Thanksgiving's gonna be like for us? Someone got a picture of me in this goddamn swan dress. We about to win. Right. Holy yep. shit. There's a, holy shit. There's a lot to unpack here. Man. That's me, that's me putting an invisible cloak over <laughs> But, but also Alex Nanny's ninth birthday. That's interesting. All right, this is a lot Oof. to think about. Yeah, uh, there's a lot happening here. Wow, uh, powerful stuff from both sides. <laughs> uh, First of all, Shaleva brought up Bjork fights, which is my favorite bootleg VHS series <laughs> since a child. Yes, <laughs> we buy them in like a Newberry Comics. Or a <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't like when Mary yelled, it was appropriation in defense of Sublime. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it was I good. Would say they're good. They appropriate. Nothing uh, makes me more embarrassed to be a white person than Sublime fans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's just like a fa- that's been for decades. And so Sublime had the, uh, also Sublime had a, a big mountain to climb to win this uh, this round. And they they didn't. I firmly, by every metric, Shalewa and Jordan and Bjork take this they, one. Wow, they 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 froze to death on Everest. They froze to death. Don't listen to that. They, they froze to death at base camp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy, what do you think? Uh, Mary keeps stealing the microphone from me, and I'm terrified of what she'll do next, so Sublime wins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was tough, man. That was. It is interesting that you used violence against journalists <laughs> as a defense point. Like, yeah, let's beat up the media. It is pro-Trump a little bit, but... Uh, Think about it. Think about that. Uh, shit, I'm so torn here. What do you guys think? 
Bjork? I'm hearing Bjork. I heard. I didn't even hear anything. Bjork takes it. I'm gonna give it to Bjork. Yeah, yeah. But, there's a twist. Do you guys want to join them and defend Bjork in the finals? All right, we'll see him in the finals, everybody. Let's get our second matchup. I do want to say there is one thing about uh, Sublime we should know is that uh, there was a guy in uh, in Canada Mm -hmm. who said that uh, that that he met a girl once. That that song that they played that April second, uh, uh, it uh, it's he says this song is special to me. I once knew a girl who loved that song, but I never saw her again. So something to think. Keep about. that in mind. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was Mary. Mary, have you been to Canada? It doesn't matter. Second uh, round, second second, round, second round matchup. Give it up, everybody. We've got Sean Paul versus Carly Rae Jepsen. Yes! Everybody, come out. What a round. <laughs> And first up, we're going to do uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Let's hear We've got the angry Claire Parker, the kind of angry Ashley Hamilton, and Eudora Peterson, everybody! And where is Casey James Salengo? See? See who you voted for? Oh, here we go. Be tormented by me, babe. I wonder how I do. How's the weather? Am I better? Better now that there's no you. Drink tequila for me, babe. Let it hit you cold and hot. Let your feelings be revealing that you can't forget me. Not a flower on the wall. I am growing ten feet, ten feet tall. In your head and I will stop until you forget me, get me This is not like the video from the ring. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much, everybody. It's been an honor to be here today. Uh, Carly Jepsen's a musical icon. Uh, when I moved to the city in 1965, my father drove me across the frozen tundra. We went immediately to the Brill Building. I don't know who that is. That's where hits are made, folks. My dad dropped me off, immediately died of a cocaine overdose. <laughs> He'd been secretly doing cocaine the whole time. I walked in those doors, the first person I saw, who do you think it was? Who do you think it was? Carly Rae, good guess, wow, holy shit. I thought she was gonna say Carol King, not Carol King, Carly Rae. And I said, this is why I came here, this is why my mother and father died, and this is why I'm the best goddamn dancer in Brooklyn, because uh, of all that. I don't know, I'm very tired. Well, let him yeah, win. Yeah. yeah, I have emotions about Carly. I have emotions about the fact that Casey can do push-ups. Who knew, you know? Um, I think that if you guys aren't feeling emotions about it all right now, then you're wrong, you know? Um, and that's why you should vote for Carly Ray and emotion. I just wanted to say <laughs> that our second song was Radar, which oh was not God. just on Blackout, but then again released on the album Circus. Who here on this t- <laughs> uh, play the music, play it off. <laughs> Easy Kanye West. Uh. <laughs> to release the same single on two albums. Who believes in this song? Two songs are nice to release it twice, you know? That's what they say. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. Okay. Kylie Ray Jepsen. Kylie Ray Jepsen. And now let's hear it for Sean Paul from Eudora. 
Certified quality, quality. But that the girl them need and I cry for every day without apology. Without apology. But them the right way that are my policy. Yeah, right. Shun the ball alongside the answer. Now you dance, yeah. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't know. Yeah, you know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Pull up to the bumper, Sean. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Sean Donnelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. That was really good. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that was good for me. That was good for us. Wait, so I chose that song because I, I want to demonstrate that Sean Paul has crossover appeal. He can do reggae. He can do dancehall. He can do pop. He can do no wrong, Sean Paul. He can do no wrong. And I feel like he's been featured on a lot of like pop stars' tracks before they blew up. He did Rihanna. He's great song. In Rihanna's song, he says, instantaneous. Like, he just shouts instantaneous. <laughs> he goes, sing it. Bring it. Instantaneous. And I think he's got his own hits, but the fact that he can jump on another person's track. I mean, imagine if Sean Paul was featured on your comedy album. Think about where you'd be. I mean, you're doing great right now. You're like the nicest comedian in America. But if Sean Paul jumped on that track, you'd be the nicest comedian in the world. <laughs> uh, thank you. An international superstar, okay? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Do you know him? We could make, I would love for this to happen. <laughs> Talk to me. Talk to me. Um, what are you going to say, Sean? I want to say, yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's she yeah he's featured featuring that's a big deal <laughs> have you ever heard, have you ever listened to a song called featuring Carly Rae Jepsen <laughs> also yeah, he but... like he's great because he made he makes white guys dance like I just danced yeah, on the stage yeah 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 and I on top see, of it yeah. you he's you he's awesome because uh, like he, he you know who he is in every song and I'll tell you why because every song he goes shut up all every time he goes. <laughs> He'll tell you he is right away. <laughs> there's no, there's no gray area. You know a Sean Paul song because they'll yeah. go, "I'm not Sean Paul. I'm on this song. I'm definitely on this song. I'm on this song. Don't forget about." Oh, there should be a thing where he goes, "Don't forget about Sean Paul." <laughs> but you're right. He's featured when they, when hip hop artists work with somebody, it's a big deal. Like, like he's like a, a way better version of Pitbull. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit. Fuck Pitbull. You're going to divide this Pitbull. audience. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Pitbull does is name places. Yeah. Sean Paul actually has Sean some fucking Paul, talent. Yeah. Sean Paul has got the Midas touch, man. And also, I just want to say, it sounds like you had a bad childhood. You need, you need some... <laughs> you need a vacation. You need an island breeze, Casey. That's what you need. Mm -hmm. You can meet Sean right. Paul. And you go, yeah, hello, yeah. Casey. <laughs> Welcome to the time, island. Time, time, oh, sorry. Do you want the fruity drink, Casey? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you who didn't win that round. Pitbull. <laughs> yeah, why does Pitbull get hurt in all this? Can I just say, <laughs> Pitbull, Pitbull is 5'7", the perfect height for a man. That's and true. I don't know no why we would be mean to him. I'll tell you what, Sean Donnelly managed to do that impression so badly it wasn't offensive. 
That was, that was Sean. Josh is way too fucking My, I am one. That's a, that's a fact about me. There was a real Batman vibe to your Sean Paul. Uh, Sean and Paul's gonna clean up Gotham and Kingston. Uh, get the joke. <laughs> All right. I'm not wearing hockey pads. Oh man, Josh. Since that was uh, mostly directed to you, uh, why don't you go first? I'll tell you what. I was pandered to. Uh, I like that. Um, Casey did ironic dancing. Eudora did sincere dancing. Uh, if you felt Casey that. on your lap, you would know that was yeah, not that ironic. Was sincere. All right, no, I felt I, it. I would just say that wasn't an ironic boner. That's a different thing. Um, also, Casey's team did openly try to sabotage him, <laughs> and for that, I have to give this to Eudora. That and is Sean a backfire. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Claire taking the mic was probably not for the best. I will say it was toxic. It was, it was, it was like performance art because she was doing like a Britney like meltdown during. during. She took that mic. Not her fault. Okay, don't use that as fodder. She took that mic. And the important thing is we all speak not into the mic, so no one can hear it later. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. I gotta go with Eudora and Sean on that one. I gotta, um, I, I, against all my wants. <laughs> well, since I have nothing to lose, I'll give it to these three. <laughs> but that but, means that Sean Paul's in the finals. But, but there is a twist. You'll never believe this twist. <laughs> Do you guys want to join the first Eudora ever? Sean, the first ever five-person team in Stand by Your Van history. If you agree to it, can we do it without? Claire. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that all right? What the fuck? <laughs> we were going to have a starting five. <laughs> all right. We're going to see you guys in the finals. Go prepare. Yes. All right. So now we just have an hour to kill before the finals. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you guys want to talk about? Man, what a, what a fun Have you heard time. about this college scandal? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, boy, five hundred grand. I tell you what, I'd do with that. What? What? Not go to college, probably. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Funny stuff. <laughs> well, folks, it's, it's like if you have five hundred thousand dollars to spend on your kid that's not going to go to college, start them a record label. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell so you. So we have one thing to do before the finals. Yes, we have to sacrifice our guests. <laughs> uh, Finally, <laughs> the moment I've been waiting for. No, so uh, we want to give our uh, our contestants some time to come up with some shit for the finals, but we also wanted to give you guys some time for some interactive fun. Uh, we have a game for you. Uh, I think sounds creepier than interactive fun. Some yeah. interactive fun. Who wants to come dance on Tommy like Casey did? <laughs> <laughs> you can win Pez. Uh, <laughs> exactly the way you would describe luring a child. Into a <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not a pedophile. Is... <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, some candy. That was my shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for this game, uh, we're gonna have Kevin play three seconds of a song. This is basically Beach Shazam. If you can name the song first, uh, I'm gonna throw some prizes at you. So, are you guys ready? Yeah. Kevin, hit it, baby. Okay. I heard somebody over here say it. Who was it? You? All right, I believe you. All right, I'm going to toss. Wait, what was the song? That was 
That was the reason from Hoobastank. Hoobastank? Oh, my God. You must have had so many bad breakups in high school (laughs) (laughs) to recognize that so fast. I made her drive me around and listen to that song all the time. <laughs> all right. Uh, the next prize is a is a book copy of Up in the Air. Yeah. Walter Kearns, oh, Up in the Air? Right. A book copy. Are you, are you tired of movies? <laughs> a book I'm copy. not over book copy. <laughs> Parts and Noble has tons of book copies. Look, this is one of those that was written after the yeah. movie. <laughs> It was like, and then George Clooney's like. <laughs> <laughs> I read uh, I read Walter Kern's memoir, and he blames uh, the low sales on this book on 9 11. That's a true story because there was a plane on the cover. He's like, it would have sold way more. <laughs> it's like, you can't Except say the, that. The, the book came out in like 1993. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 9 11. All right, Kevin, let's hear the next song. All right. You're Fuck, right there. That was so good. Will you, pa- will you pass that back? I'm gonna. I'm so sorry. Ah, you caught it. Hell yeah. You I'm know a who Walter you are. Kern. Congratulations. <laughs> this is the only comedy podcast riffing on Walter Kern tonight. Uh, Kern up the music. <laughs> sorry, I, I apologize. I loved it. I Wait, just for Tommy. Yeah, actually, this is fucked up. The show after this is Kernel of Truth, and so we <laughs> probably should all Walter load. Kern trivia yeah. show. <laughs> All right, uh, fuck it. The next prize is going to be the Doug Benson. Uh, this is the, the grand prize of this round. Could be useful uh, in a trial someday. That's true. <laughs> uh, it's got DNA on it. Uh, uh, let's hear uh, the next song. I heard humps up here. For, I heard you say it first. All right. I'm so sorry, sir. I'm so uh, sad at how quickly you recognize yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, Tommy. Put your hand back there. All right, Tommy, you're going to win one of these. <laughs> so I don't have to keep hanging you hand stuff back. All right, you got another one, Kevin? Let's do like two more, and then we'll start the finals. Yes! Yes! Tell me something! Who was All right, I'm going to toss it. Are you ready? Oh, you're so fucking <laughs> ugly. I tell you. I feel like... Tom, you're a podcaster. I tell you what. <laughs> Why was Bradley Cooper doing Batman's voice? <laughs> I'm Sean Paul and Bradley Cooper. You're you're very ugly, Allie. Tell me, Sean Paul. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do one more. Waterfall's right here, right here. Is it more Pez? Wait, that's wait. What, what song is that? That was Waterfall. No, it's not. No. I know what? what it is. No, it's wait, not Waterfall. Wait, it's yes, it's unreal. unreal. It's I thought unreal it was Waterfall. Yes, I'm real. <laughs> All voices are the same. Is it right? Right. <laughs> and, uh, we were frauded, bamboozled. <laughs> I'm so sorry, buddy. There's there's one on each side. We'll give it to both of you. All right, Tim, your bracket for me, too. Like, remember when we just wondered what happened to Ja Rule? <laughs> and then we found out, and we were like, that's way worse than I imagined. Josh, before we get to the finals, what yeah, do you, wow. who do you think is going to win? Right. We've got Sean Paul versus Bjork, another classic debate in music. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there were so many nights I sat up in my dorm room and was like, who's better, Sean Paul or Bjork? Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, Here's the thing. I I think 
Sean Paul has more songs that I know, mm-hmm. but Bjork has worn more swans that I love. <laughs> so it is a tough debate. I don't know where it's going to come down. Man, I'm torn, man. This is that's a debate Natalie, that really. Yeah, yep, that's, that's, that's true. All right. Uh, you know it's a cover. Everyone always says that. I do know it's a is cover. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. And she says that it would have sold everything. way better if it weren't for 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> I have some emails to send. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall, shall we bring up our final? And listen, a lesser comedian would dub this final round Swan Paul, but I'm not that guy. <laughs> that's not me. I'm not going to do it. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, Swan Paul, the Swan final Paul. round, everybody. Swan Paul. Because it was worth the price of your ticket just to hear Swan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First up. Uh, <laughs> Is Claire really not coming up? Claire, come on. Come stage. on I really Claire. think she shouldn't. <laughs> Claire Parker, everybody. Claire. She's having a tough day. <laughs> <laughs> Claire Parker. She's already given up. All right. All right. Well, first up, we have. Casey James Lingo and uh, wait, who else is in gang. this group? <laughs> and the gang. Wait, who all is? It? Wait, where is the rest of your group? But wait, there should be like eight people on stage right now. No, we need to bring them up too. We got Sean Paul also. No, he said Swan Paul. That was both of you. See, this is the problem with riffing. It's, <laughs> it's confusing. Now I know there's a problem with Apu. Right. Is there a problem with riffing too? Uh, all right. Now, this is too many people on stage. What is this, the Arcade Fire? How Hello. you doing? Oh, yeah, there All we right. go. All right. What All is right. this? The Polyphonic Spree? There we go. Right. What's the now deal the, the with dr- Arcade Fire? <laughs> the Dropkick Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, who goes first? Do we do flip a Pez? First? Let's flip a Pez. All right, if it lands, That's do you call it? it lands Pez. <laughs> oh. It's Pez on both sides. <laughs> All right, call it like you see it. Nick, call it in the air. <laughs> Sean Paul's first, everybody. Wow. All right, all right. Okay, okay. You already take the wheel. Y'all get ready. <laughs> oh, shit. We have to get the... All right. We have to pull this thing down. Oh, shit. We should get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So let's hear the song while this is happening. Shake that thing, miss. Can I, can I shake that thing, miss? Hannah better shake that thing, yeah. Donna, Donna, Jordi and Rebecca. Woman, get busy. Just shake that booty non-stop when the beat drop. Just keep swinging it, get jiggy. Get drunk, stop, percolate. Anything you want, because it's hostility. If I don't take pity, I want to see you get life on the rhythm of my ride. I'm a lyrics up about the electricity. Girl, nobody can do you nothing, because you don't know your destiny. Yo, sex. All right, get out of Idris Elba's way. <laughs> oh, say. So, um, Wiley, me, Steph London, and Sean Paul. Shout out, Bal. We, um, we did a remix of Bosey. And uh, the link is in the bio. Yes. I came to rap, you know. Bosey. All right. Turn off the projector and shit. So I got a celebrity endorsement. I got the sexiest man alive. You got Tommy McNamara? <laughs> hey! <laughs> Kevin, did you do that on purpose? That was incredible. incredible. Kevin Lopkowitz in the booth, Kevin. everybody! That was great. He scored! Holy shit. I got, the, I got Idris Elba. 
to endorse Sean Paul. And I just feel like, again, that's just a testament to his legacy because even Idris Elba wants him to jump on the track. And he's got the perfect Sean Paul impression. He's got the monotone delivery down just pat. And I, I personally, like Sean Paul, you got to give it up. He built an international career around three notes. He sings three to two, two to three notes. And two of them are usually a little bit flat, but I can listen to those three notes all fucking day long. I, I mean, what else? I mean, Idris Elba, he took his shirt off. What else can we give you? Should we let everyone weigh in with one, one quick thing? Yes. I'd like to say... Uh, Idris Elba's my one man crush, so that did it for me to decide. Now I'm mad that I had Matchbox 20, 20 a long time ago. And also, uh, I just looked him up during the break. Uh, <laughs> Sean Paul was in one movie, Belly. I don't know if you remember <laughs> Belly from 1998. Uh, and he played himself. <laughs> so they were like, you're going to be Rocky. He's like, no, I'm Sean Paul. In this movie, I'm Sean Paul. No problem. <laughs> so... Those two things together, how does he not win? Thank you very much. All right. Uh, I've been doing a lot of I've been doing a lot of push-ups. Uh, you, mi- you might have noticed the midsection hasn't really come together yet, but I just I just signed up at Blink Fitness, fifteen dollars a month. Hell yeah! And uh, come springtime, you're gonna see a new me. Thank you, folks. <laughs> springtime, twenty twenty one. Oh, um, I just found out that I know three Sean Paul songs, and I love it. Um, so <laughs> vote for us, you know? <laughs> what do you got, Claire? <laughs> I don't like music, but I respect Sean Paul. Wow. <laughs> wow. But? No. <laughs> All right. She says she doesn't like music. They're fucking insane. <laughs> All right. I'm a crazy person. And now you're... Challenger. <laughs> Bjork, everybody. Let's hear it. Bjork. <laughs> Nick. All right, I guess drop the needle on that track. I don't even remember what I told you to play. I bet I hope it's nothing moody. Drop the needle. Here we go. Oh, okay. Good advice for the guy from Sublime. All right, all right. This is the kind of quality dancing that you can find at Rave throughout the 90s. He's not going to take his shirt off, and it would take George too long to take all of his shirts off. <laughs> and that's the story show you really want to see. So, um, so all of this feminism shit, Bjork was doing that shit like in the 90s. And that's how white women decided it was cool, like young ones. They were like, oh, no, mom jeans and feminism and lipstick and banto. Like, y'all were doing... Lilith Fair. Lilith Fair. Bjork with white women. And it's not all the time you're going to see me champion white women, so I'm going to really need a win on this. It's not all the time. It's not all the time. But, um, I mean, y'all are fine. You, you know? Y'all mean well. You're good. You, you, you know? You're good. I, I mean, I don't want you going out with low self-esteem. We don't want that. So, um, let's see. What else about Bjork? She, um, right, let's see. She's a witch. She's got, oh, yeah. She, yo, she was in a movie, like Lars von Trier movie called Dancing in the Dark. And... It makes you cry. And I don't know if you know much about Lars von Trier. He's an asshole. 
And apparently, while filming, she was like, hey, bruh, I don't even act, so I don't need you to be an asshole to me. And he stepped and he stepped back and instead gave a hard time to Catherine Deneuve, who was the other actress. And so she made him stand down. So when all this me shit stuff happened, she was like, she was like, me, me shit, me shit. That's kind of how she was. Hashtag, thank you for the hashtag. She, um, she was like, well, he was a dick to me, and I told him to stop, and I guess no one's told him that before, so he kind of stopped. So then I made my peace with it already, but I support all of you other women with it. And I'm like, look at Bjork already shutting shit down. Like, in the 2000s already, like, all you had to do was just be like, nah, bruh. And he was like, oh, no one said that to me before. <laughs> Bjork did, though, because he saw that footage of her kicking that, that reporter's ass, and he was like, I don't want no smoke. Um... <laughs> You're short, but I don't want no smoke. She's just, it's really hard to defend her against, I mean, like, like that song, you could dance to it or whatever, but mostly it's for, be, her music's for being in caves. <laughs> mostly, because I think she recorded most of her album in like some sort of cave with actual birds like singing backup. You know what I mean? <laughs> Very earth, kind of earthy. Also, maybe a little nutty. And it's tough. I mean, I'm not going to try and throw it. I really do want to win. But, like, for real, though, have you heard Sean Paul's, like, Glue? That is a catchy song. If they could ever get it together, because Bjork does like black dudes. Shipping. And I know that's something all you white women have in common, so... Vote with your heart, vote with your... But just vote correctly, you know what I mean? Wow. All right, that was Bjork, everybody. That's it. All right, so this last round, a couple of things. Before, before you guys are going to do it by fan vote who wins. Uh, before, I will let you know, I won't say who's on them, but we have two brackets that are perfect up till now. One with Sean Paul winning, one with Bjork winning. Yes. So someone Damn. is going to win. Someone's walking home with a bunch of weird pens. With more Walter Kern novels. Someone's <laughs> throwing a bunch of pens in the garbage near Union Hall. <laughs> but, uh... Tom, I think I think we should let before the fans weigh in. I think we should let our special guest Josh Gondelman yes. give his final verdict. You can let it influence you. You cannot. Whatever you sure. want, Josh. Final verdict. Gosh, five. and do it. <laughs> and Josh, do five minutes. Yeah, there's there's a lot to think about here. But the big thing was uh, the team Sean Paul made me listen to Idris Elba say the link is in the bio, <laughs> and I'm just gonna be drinking alone thinking about that for yeah. weeks. So. I'm gonna, I have to side with Bjork because of that. Wow. That did age Idris Elba 50 years to say that, I think. <laughs> well, folks, whenever the people on stage stop talking, we'll ask you to vote. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, All right. That worked. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's hear it for Sean Paul. Let's hear it for Bjork. Oh, my God. Bjork takes Bjork. it, everybody. Holy shit. I'll what? tell you that what, shocking. no surprise here in Bjorklin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Bjork, everybody! That's been our show! Oh, Thank you guys so much, Good night. Thank you guys. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. When the road looks Rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed. You just remember what your old past said for you.